0: welcome to the very first real episode of the crowds the german podcast and we have to start off this week with a bit of history because this week there was a very special day in german history the 9th of november for example the fall of the wall happened on the 9th of november 1989 and we will speak about east and west germany at another time however there are two more very important events that happened on the same day on the 9th of november Exactly 100 years ago, on the 9th of November 1918, so by the end of World War I, the first German republic was founded, started. So the first time that Germany actually had democracy happened exactly 100 years ago. 20 years later, however, at the 9th of November 1938, there was not that much left of this democracy. On this day, people all over Germany attacked 10,000 of Jews, their shops, their houses, their lives... It was the worst pogrom against jews in germany the crystal or pogrom night as we call it due to this very special day this week we will speak about these 20 years so we focus on what happened between the 9th of november 1918 the first german republic and the 9th of november 1938 the day of the worst pogroms against jews in germany how is that possible that a country changes so much within just 20 years and to answer that question, let's go on a little time travel, 100 years back in time. November 1918. Germany had just lost World War I. However, the German people didn't have the feeling that they had lost. There hadn't been any fights on the German territory, Germany was not defeated on the battlefield. But still, to end this horrible war, Germany agreed or was made to agree that they had lost. The Treaty of Versailles required Germany to disarm, give up some territories, and pay reparations, roughly equivalent to, in 2018, 442 billion US dollars, or 325 billion euro, or 284 billion pounds. Even some of the Allies said at this point, this treaty is too harsh. We won't judge that. Important for us is just the German people found it too harsh, way too harsh. So it was a very bad start for the new young republic. Because these politicians, especially the social democrats, were linked to this agreement. Some German people felt that these politicians had betrayed them. And democracy cannot just be implemented. People have to learn democracy, have to learn to appreciate democracy. So that was the reason why the young republic, called Weimar Republic, was struggling right from the beginning. Because a lot of people who had to learn the concept democracy had the feeling that the leading politicians in this system, in this republic, had betrayed the country. These people were used to a strong, powerful Germany with a German emperor. And then, additionally to that, in 1929, there was the Great Depression, with a horrible inflation that made a lot of people in Germany very poor, losing all their savings. So we have a new system of government, a harsh treaty that had disarmed Germany and made them pay an immense amount of money and a miserable economic situation. In these circumstances one guy appeared, Adolf Hitler, a populist who promised the German people jobs, millions of jobs, and even more important who gave the Germans their self-confidence back. By saying, the treaty is treason, we Germans are a great, strong, powerful nation, if you vote for me I will take care of all of that, I will make Germany powerful again. And that man, Adolf Hitler, created this image of the enemy, that all the problems Germany had were basically caused by the Jews. Hitler's party, the NSDAP, gained more and more votes, other parties got weaker and in January 1933, he formed a new government, a coalition with him as chancellor. After that, it was not possible to stop him anymore, because within just a few months, he restructured the whole country, its official bodies, media, sports, All of that, he structured that in a way that it just supported him. Two months after Hitler had taken over, he declared a national boycott of Jewish businesses and he established laws against Jewish people, especially in 1935 with the Nuremberg laws. So the pogroms of the 9th of November 1938 were shocking, but they were the results of years of propaganda supported by laws and restrictions. However, it needs to be said at this point that this is maybe an explanation, but there is no excuse at all for what happened that night or in these years. Wherever I was traveling in the last years, um, one of the first things that came up after I had told people that I'm from Germany was Hitler, Holocaust, the Nazis. And I was often asked how Germans these days actually think about Adolf Hitler. One Italian friend for example asked me one day, mate, we have two opinions about Mussolini, the Italian dictator at that time. So, some see him positive, some see him negative. Are there also two different opinions about Hitler in Germany? And the answer is no. I mean, in every country you have far-right people who don't know it better, as in almost every country, unfortunately, this group is rising at the moment, growing. However, it's a small minority. In the rest of Germany, there is just one opinion about Hitler, which is obviously very, very negative. There is no one who says anything positive about him. And that's not because we are all left-wing, but just because of what he has done. And the Germans have done in that time. The crimes of the Nazis, the Holocaust, killing 6 million Jews, and so many more people, communist, LGBT, disabled people, building concentration camps to torture and murder human beings, also bringing war to whole Europe, a war with 50 million soldiers who lost their lives. All that was started by Hitler and the Germans. And that's something every German knows, which is quite normal, I thought. But unfortunately, that's something you can't take for granted. Because in other countries, other European countries, crimes that were made in that time were swept under the carpet. In France or Italy, for example. And I was really surprised when I moved to the UK last year and other students here told me that in school they just got taught the positive sides of the British Empire. If they wanted to learn about... The crimes committed in, in India or China by the British Empire, they had to do their own research. So as unique as the crimes of the Nazis were, as unique is the way Germany has been dealing with them since then. And that's the super long word in um, the title of this episode. Vergangenheitsbewältigung. Vergangenheitsbewältigung means facing the past, mistakes made in the past and learning from them. In Germany, that's something that happens in school. So you have Hitler and the Nazis twice in history classes. First time when you're younger, at the age of 13, 14, and then again when you're 16, 17. And German media is obsessed with Vergangenheitsbewältigung. There are documentaries, movies, series about the Nazis, their crimes, but also how they came to power on German TV almost all the time. So if you're in Germany and you have a TV in your accommodation, make an experiment, switch the TV on. Zap from one channel to another and I'm sure at least one or two of the TV channels have something about Hitler or the Nazis. And that's why every German knows a lot about this part of German history. However, Vergangenheitsbewältigung, learning from the past, doesn't mean actually learning from what happened during the Holocaust or the Third Reich, of course as well, but we Germans try to learn or to focus even more on the development that made Hitler possible. And we had the reasons, a new system of government, a miserable economic situation, politicians the people felt betrayed by, also a constitution that was not protected enough to stop them. That led into a development in which Hitler and the Nazis became an alternative, an alternative people wanted to choose. So if we come back to the main questions of this episode, first of all, what do Germans think about Hitler? We are very aware of what happened in that time because of history classes in school, because of movies, series, documentaries and no normal German would ever say a positive word about Hitler. So not something like, yeah, but he built impressive highways. No, there are more and more people who don't want to be remembered all the time of the guilt, of the crimes by our grandparents. However, even these people will not say anything positive about Hitler or the Nazis. The other thing we focused on today were the 20 years between the 9th of November 1918, the start of the Weimar Republic, and the worst pogroms against Jews on the 9th of November 1938. We spoke about Vergangenheitsbewältigung, learning from the past, from these 20 years. And uh, one of our most famous authors, Erich Kestner, once said, the events from 1933 to 1945, so the Third Reich, should have been battled in 1928 at the latest. Later was already too late. One must not wait till the snowball has become an avalanche, one must squelch the rolling snowball, the avalanche can't be stopped anymore. And that's something we can learn for today, where a lot of populists are on the rise all over the world. I had a very interesting debate with a friend from Turkey before their referendum last year on whether they want to give President Erdogan more power and my friend asked me, why shouldn't I vote for that? He has been good for our country, why should a strong leader be bad for Turkey, if he's good? What's wrong with that? And the easy answer is because there is no way back. My friend didn't know about the countless journalists and NGO activists arrested in Turkey because it's not that much on Turkish uh, media. But even regardless of that, if you abandon democracy and give too much power to one person, there is no way back. That's what we Germans had to learn or learned from the past. And even if that person may be good, what about the next one? You don't have the control anymore. I understand my friend's view. He's never experienced a dictator, but for me as a German, knowing our history, knowing how quickly you can lose control, it was just painful to hear that. So these 20 years, between the 9th of November 1918, exactly 100 years ago, and the 9th of November 1938, these 20 years should show all of us how valuable, but also how fragile democracy and freedom are. We all can be a minority at some point. So the key word is Vergangenheitsbewältigung, learning from the past and making sure that something like Hitler or the 9th of November 1938 is never going to happen again. There was tough start this week. Next week we will have another interesting part of German language. After Vergangenheitsbewältigung today, we will speak about our inner pig dog. And if you haven't met him, I will introduce him to you next Thursday.